Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and where friends don't let friends feed kibble. How is everyone today? I hope that your raw feeding journey is going well. You know, there's so many different things that we can do to make our dogs happy and healthy without using pharmaceuticals. And that's why I love my guest today. She's back again, Miss Dana Chick with PositiveBalance.Health. How are you, Dana? Hey, Miss Dee, How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's so many people that need uh, CBD uh, in, in their dog's life, but they're getting some bad products or they don't know what they're doing. And I have to admit, Dana, um, even if I'm looking for myself, because we don't sell it, I'm not really versed in it. I don't even know what I'm looking for. So I'm hoping today uh, that you can help. I do want to point out that your website again is positivebalance.health. Positivebalance.health is a really great uh, logo on there as well. But you got so much great information. But let's just start. Let's just start here. Um, why? Is CBD not not just for people, but why is it so good for pets? Oh, good question. You know, Dee Dee, the simple fact is, is there's there's a big movement, um, and I know it's kind of lagged just a little bit, but you know, Dr. Jasic, Dr. Andy, yourself, me, Neely, you know, we're all trying to get the word out there, just like natural supplements and natural remedies are good for us. They're good for our four-legged family members. And that's really where, where cannabis comes in. It, you know, it can be anything from a good anti-inflammatory. So like when we have a headache or we have uh, aches and pains, we might take ibuprofen or Tylenol. When our pups have arthritis, the vets may prescribe harprofen or Rimadil. Um, there's a molecule that the cannabis plant creates that literally will act just like an NSAID and will decrease inflammation and pain. It's good for a myriad of issues. It can help with behaviors. It can help with um, neurologic issues. It actually helps prevent neurodegenerative conditions. It's a great preventative. It's healthy for us inside. Well, and for us and out. Yeah. I, you know, um, um, adored beast always has great information and Mm -hmm. uh, they put something out here just recently that we're talking about seizures in dogs. And one of the, the things that they said was really great for seizures in dogs is CBD oil because it's derived from the hemp plant. Um, Mm -hmm. And they have found in, you know, some clinical studies that 
89% in this small study that they had, but it was 89% of dogs who received CBD in a clinical trial had a reduction in seizure frequency, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. do you see in your counseling of pet parents to help them pick the best CBD oil is, is seizures one of the things they're calling you about? They are. And so when we look again at the molecular profile and, and the quote unquote recipe, if you will, for the products, we, we want to cannabis in general, most of the products or excuse me, most of the molecules lend to antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects and seizures being one of the things that they're what they term as idiopathic. There's a list of hundreds of potential causes for seizures. And the simple fact of the matter is, is 10 to one, it has to do with inflammation in the body somewhere. It probably has to do with some sort of neurologic issue. And that's where your cannabis product comes in. It's, it's good all the way around, but for seizures, the anti-inflammatory and the antioxidant effects that it can have on the brain, very, very beneficial in seizures. You know, and, and I was reading on your website, um, one of the reasons that you are so important is because you answer the question of, can my veterinarian, can my veterinarian prescribe a cannabis product for my pet? And you said, no, the veterinarians no. can't prescribe it. Why is that? So when you look at both sides of the products that we use, um, we've got mainly hemp products, which has a lower amount of THC. The THC is the psychoactive compound that typically we use recreational to get high, right? Um, and then we have a marijuana, that's the marijuana product. Um, it's higher in THC, whereas the hemp products are lower in THC. The higher marijuana products are a scheduled one drug with the DEA and the hemp products have been descheduled. Most veterinarians who carry a DEA license can only prescribe schedules two through five. So cannabis falls just outside of those parameters. So yeah, legally, no prescription is available through our veterinarians. Well, do you think Dana, and this is totally your opinion, and I'm asking your opinion. Okay. But, but do you think that that is because uh, they can't they can't cut in on their precious pharmaceuticals? Well, you know, there's there's always that. You know, Didi, the last eight, almost nine years, I have spent as a therapeutic animal massage therapist, and prior to that. 14 years as a veterinary technician. And I'll tell you that moving out of veterinary medicine, moving into more holistic practices, my biggest obstacles have been veterinarians because literally doing the body work, doing the more holistic practices, leading into more of a, a preventative type lifestyle with our pets, we are, are absolutely taking away from their ability to write prescriptions and keep those pets on drugs. Being an insider as a vet tech, I will absolutely tell you that that is a, an additional 
form of revenue for them. They get a ginormous bottle of steroid or enormous bottle of Remedil that's got thousands of capsules in it for, you know, maybe a hundred or 200 bucks. I'm not even sure nowadays, but they fill a prescription a month's worth and it costs you doggone near a hundred dollars a month. So, you know, add that up on how many prescriptions they can fill. That's money out of their pocket. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And the pets aren't getting any better for it. You know, Didi, they're not. And I actually, so I just started a new segment. It's called Tuesday's Two Minute Tidbits. And well, I've, say I've, that I've, say that fast. Tuesday Two Minute <laughs> Tidbits. I'm I'm just getting used to saying it myself. The triple <laughs> I T. I could say right. <laughs> I don't know if I could say it fast, but um, I it is on um. Facebook. So if you went to uh, Positive Balance, and that's P-A-W, by the way, Positive Balance, um, or you can find it at Positive Balance on YouTube. But anyway, my point is, is that I literally just my last two minute segment I did on the difference between veterinary medicine and holistic health. Mm. And how'd you do that in two minutes? I mean, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I ran two and a half minutes. Honestly, I've done that the last couple of them. So couldn't quite keep it in. Um, I'm a, I'm a chatty Kathy, you know. Well, maybe you could still change it to a T. You could say Tuesday's three minute tidbits. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I might be able to do that. <laughs> so what, what was your basic, what was the basic premise of this two and a half minutes? What did you say? Um, you know, I was basically just talking about how holistic health, right, as we know, starts to to lean more towards a preventative outlook. We want to look at the body as a whole, the environment, the mental state, um, even the spirit of the animal, the spirit of our of, of, of us, right? It's a more thorough approach. Often when a patient walks through a veterinarian's door, the veterinarian is focused on what brought them there. That immediate symptom, if you will, because you know it's most likely a symptom of something else. And often, more often than not, veterinarians look at that one symptom and they want to alleviate that for the pet, alleviate that for the pet parent. In the meantime, the root cause of it is just kind of festering and it's going to pop up again later and it's probably going to be more advanced. And then we're looking at more dollars and even more damage that's done to the pet and to the organs. So holistic health, going for prevention, looking and looking at and eliminating the root cause. For me, that's the way to go. So I'm not sure that our Pet parents always make this connection, Dana, that or why or how it is that if you just take a symptom away, that your pet is going to be worse off in the future, right? Meaning that, mm-hmm. like what you just said. Um, right. So can we can we dive into that just a little bit? Why is that? If you just take the symptom away, which is what most people want, right? They're like, well, my dog was was had kennel cough, right? Or whatever, you know, cough it is. And mm-hmm. I went in and got this antibiotic and now my, my dog's not coughing. 
right? Um, mm -hmm. Or um, my dog has diarrhea, so I have metronidazole and boom, it knocked it out. So I keep metronidazole on hand 24 mm -hmm. seven, anytime yep. my dog gets uh, diarrhea. What's the problem with that? The problem with that is we're just absolutely masking what's really going on. As we know, 99% of our health comes from our gut. It's no different from them. We need to have them on a species appropriate diet. That's why we love Raw Dog Food and Company and all the work and, and education that you have done. But we have to start in the gut. It, it, starting in the gut is, is, is the whole approach to a healthy body. And if we're just giving antibiotics, which can kill gut bacteria, or excuse me, gut flora, we're 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 causing more harm than good. And we're and again, we're not finding what the true cause is. The, these guys that are keeping metronidazole on hand, they're probably feeding kibble. They're probably feeding farmer's dog. Um, <laughs> you know, they're probably feeding nom nom or something that's not truly a whole food product cooked. Yeah, we get that a lot, right? You, mm -hmm. me, Andy. Uh, <laughs> right. But you got to look at the marketing budget. My gosh, oh, a farmer's dog, right? And anytime uh, I'm on the internet, I see that everywhere, right? They're huge. Mm -hmm. I just um, saw another commercial for them last night on TV. Can you imagine? I mean, how much money they have to be taking in. Mm -hmm. And they're at like the the commercial dog food shows and all that kind of stuff. So they're part of that, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, but let me ask you a question, um, back to CBD, mm -hmm. um, what, why, why can't a pet parent, why do they need to come to you? Can't they just give their dog gummies? I mean, <laughs> is it, is it that the same thing? <laughs> well, so 90% of your gummies that you're going to get, or you're going to get from a dispensary. If you're purchasing a product from a dispensary, um, you know, it's high THC. Our little furry beasts aren't familiar with THC. They don't need to escape reality. They don't look <laughs> for that, you know, high per se. They just do the zoomies and they feel better. <laughs> right? So, um, yeah. Not to mention, you know, the dose. Those gummies are dosed for, you know, an average size human, what, 150 pounds? Most of our pets don't mm. quite e even up or equal up to that. Sorry. Um you know, I have two little chihuahuas. There's no way I could share a gummy with them. Oh my um, gosh. Right. I, my, I've, I've got a five and a half pound and a, and a 12 pound, and there's just no way I could share a gummy with them without overdosing them on THC. Then I'm going to end up in the emergency room. Um, not to mention their gummies. What other ingredients are in there? Is What flavors are in there? What sugars are in there? Is there xylitol in it for a sugar? I don't know. You want to make sure that, you know, a product is safe all the way around. You want to make sure that it's, a, uh, I guess you could say, a species specific. You want to make sure it's an animal appropriate formulation. Um, you want to make sure that it's a good concentration. Um, and you want to be able to give it easily and consistently. So my job as a veterinary cannabis counselor is to find a product that, so it's customized. Every pet has different issues per se. And every pet parent has seen different changes or different effects of whatever's going on with them. 
or what they've been diagnosed with. And they're just, they're not seeing their pet as they were before. And yes, age, you know, has something to do with that. And unfortunately we can't turn back the hands of time, but my job is to find a molecular profile. So the cannabis plant creates lots of different molecules, each one of them lending to different healing attributes. And I want to find the, the combination or the recipe, if you will, that is going to help the pet achieve the goals that the pet parents have set forth. The other part of that is if we go back to the hemp products being descheduled with the DEA, that means there's no oversight. There's no regulation. And that was my other two minute Tuesday. Um, they, it literally could be an, a, a, a bottle of empty promises for our pet because you don't know what's in there. Literally the hemp side of the market can be just that pretty labels, fancy words, and nothing but marketing. And, and you end up with no cannabinoids in the product. Well, you absolutely have to have the cannabinoids if you want to help lend those healing properties. Um, the other part is to make sure that it's a safe product. A lot of, pro excuse me, manufacturers out there still use solvents for extraction methods. And so is some of that leaching over into the product? Does it have some residual solvents in it? Is it free of heavy metals and pesticides, like microbial contamination? That's my job is to, to, to go behind the scenes, find those third-party testing lab results, I guess, and make sure that it's safe and that it's the right combination of molecules to help your pet. Yeah, because I mean, who would know that stuff? Who has the time to research it, right? We don't have the time to research it as just busy pet parents out there. So that's really where you come in because you don't necessarily sell it. So you don't have a bias. Right. You don't I have do. a bias that says you need to buy this one because I get a financial reward off of this. Nope. You are you are doing it based on your research, based on um, the company and how well they uh, are forthcoming, what their reviews are. Have they changed? Have they sold mm -hmm. out? You know, right? Right. companies are constantly selling out all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to find those companies that are following it from seed to product. You know, they, they're watching that the entire scope. They know exactly what's going on with that seed, whether they're doing it themselves or they're purchasing from, you know, another party. I want them to be transparent. I want them to be honest. Um, I literally, I came across, <clears throat> excuse me, I came across one company that, um, and it, this happens all the time. You get on their websites and you can find one of their third party lab results. And it's usually what they refer to as the potency, where it'll tell you which molecules are in it at what percentages. Great. That's part of what I want to know. I also want to know what terpenes are in it. Terpenes are similar to um, essential oils, and they can support the molecules. I want to know what's in there because different excuse me, terpenes can lend to different things. If I have a dog that's... Um, with dementia, I'm going to want to make sure I have alpha, excuse me, alpha bisabolo in it. It's great for the mind. If I have a dog that's high stress, I'm going to make sure that it has a good amount of linalool or limonene in it. 
So I want to make sure that I can see what terpenes are that this cannabis plant has created. And then again, yes, I want to see the contaminants to make sure that it's safe. I even want to make sure that if it's flavored, what flavorings are in it? I want to make sure that there's no toxins. It's not chocolate flavored or has the xylitol in it or anything like that. Oh my gosh. Are they putting xylitol in CBD? You know, I, I, I'm fine. I don't, I haven't found any products with it in it at this time. I think, you know, years, years ago when it first started, I think they did a little bit more frequently and they've kind of come to realize that, yeah, that's not effective for our pets. It's harmful. So they've stopped for the most part, but I mean, again, with, with it being descheduled, no regulation, you never know. That's why you've got to look and you're right. Pet parents, you know, we've got a lot on our plates. We have life to live and work and children and our homes and, and, and we take care of our pets at the same time. Most pet parents don't have the time to dig in like that and they don't know exactly what they're looking for. Um, you know, I'm really finding the same thing with veterinarians. They are inundated, especially here in Colorado. We have grown so much. Our population has what tripled. And that means they're bringing their dogs and their cats and their pets as well. And, you know, they don't have the time. Most of them are like, you know what? That's a great idea. Go keep us posted. That's really the kind of support I get from veterinarians because I absolutely do reach out to every single client's veterinarians just to, hey, here I am. This is what I do. If you'd like to partner, I'm happy to partner with you. I'm happy to educate you. Most of them don't even have the time. No, no, that, I mean, I think we see that just from the pet parents that, that we work with. So that's, what's so great about having someone like you that has done the research and that can really keep us from wasting money. Because look, you said in, in one of the last uh, podcasts, and I've, I've remembered this ever since you're like, people say CBD doesn't work because they're not using the right kind. And therefore they never go back to something that could really be beneficial to their pet. Exactly. Exactly. And that, and that goes back to the descheduled hemp side. So the hemp side, you know, we can buy it anywhere. I've got clients who bought products from the farmer's market. Heck, I'm sure if you go off down the King Supers aisle, you can find it down there as well. <clears throat> it's, it's, because you don't know what's in those bottles. And if you're truly getting any cannabinoids, you're unsure. And that's the problem. People have, re have purchased product from wherever because you can, and it doesn't actually have any cannabinoids in it. If it doesn't have any cannabinoids, your pet's just getting oil, whether it's MCT oil, which is coconut oil or olive oil or hemp seed oil and you know, and that's another one. A lot of, you know, a hemp seed oil is okay for your carrier oil, but that's not, you want hemp oil in your product. If you don't have hemp oil in your product, you're not getting any cannabinoids because the seed themselves doesn't have cannabinoids in it. That is your healing property. That is what's going to make a change in how you feel and how your pets feel. So if it says hemp seed oil, oil. That's not really what we want. Is that what you're saying? Well, there are some products that use hemp seed oil as a carrier oil. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But you want to make sure by looking at those third-party lab results 
that it actually has cannabinoids in it. So they've actually used oils also from the, the plant, the flower, to achieve a good molecular profile, that those molecules are there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Man, it's complicated. Uh, and 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 there's a lot of great things about CD, CBD. One of the greatest things is that you do all the work for us, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. And yes. So before we go, Dana, tell tell our listeners what issues can CBD that um, positively affect in the dogs, sort of the main ones that you see people coming to you and asking about. You know, I'm learning more and more about cancer. Um, I now have two clients that are that are cancer patients, one of which has a mammary carcinoma. The other has mast cell tumors, so skin. And one of the biggest things that I'm learning is that frequently you want a little bit higher THC. So you might have to go to the dispensary to find a product for your cancer pup. Um, but not always, for example, excuse me, the example, the mammary tumor um, with that type of carcinoma, you really want to keep the THC pretty low. It also depends on the, sta the stage of cancer and where you're at. Usually later, later down the road as, as the cancer grows or if you caught it down the road and it's already metastasized then yeah, you kind of generally want a little more THC. Um, but I, the, the, the ability for, <clears throat> excuse me, CBD, cannabidiol, THC, and CBG to literally stop what they refer to as angiogenesis, um, stop the ability for the tumors to get that extra blood flow. It cuts off blood flow to, to, the term, to the tumors. It can stop the proliferation of the cells. It can stop the growth of the cells. Um, it can stop the ability for it to invade or spread to other, other cells or tissues. Um, it, it's, it's, it's remarkable how well a cannabis product can help with cancer. Not just cancer, but if your pet is already on chemo, if you've done any of that stuff, it can help with all of the GI problems and the aches and the pains and the discomforts that go along with that. Um, neurologic, any neurodegenerative conditions, anything from dementia to seizures like we just talked about, um, degenerative myelopathy, those kind of things, it, it it literally not only helps reduce anxiety and stabilize moods, but it it's better than a lot of the antipsychotic drugs for the emotional side. Um, it's, it's, it's healing. Um, what else? Obviously pain, anything with inflammation, which is, think about that. Anything with inflammation, everything, every illness, isn't it? has right. some sort of inflammation. And and so, I'm reading, yeah, I'm reading so much about uh, that skin health. And as you know, Dana, every pet parent out there seems to have an itchy dog, mm -hmm. right? And uh, 
So I'm hearing a lot about where CBD can help skin conditions in dogs, mm-hmm. the salves mm-hmm. and in uh, the tinctures as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because again, it's anti-inflammatory. So we're going to take the inflammation out, you know, I mean, itchy dogs, colostrum, maybe, you know, one thing I'm, I'm reading about right now is the power of beets. Beets. And beets. I love beets. Yeah. And, you know, I suppose that they supposed to be a really good um, way to help our pets with, with, with the itches and allergies. So I'm looking a little more into that, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Don't let them eat beets inside. You might get red beet juice everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Your dog everywhere. may look like they're wearing lipstick or something like that. Exactly. And then on the, on the side of that, don't be alarmed if you're feeding beets and their pee starts to be red or you see redness in their poop because um, that might not necessarily be blood. It's probably overflow from the beets. Yes. Even your own poop. If you're eating beets, <laughs> yes. your own poop is going to be pink. I'm just saying. Yes, it will. All right. So you guys can find Miss Dana Chick at PAW, P-A-W positivebalance.health. Her Facebook group is called Positive Balance, where you can get her Tuesday two-minute tidbits. And so you can find her there as well. Sign up with Dana. If you've got a dog that is not responding well to maybe a CBD that you picked on your own, she -hmm. can review that for you and tell you. Yeah. And tell you, Hey, it's not that CBD doesn't work. It's that this one doesn't work for your particular issue. Right. Or there's no true cannabinoids in it and you're not getting the actual healing effects of the molecules. Right. Right. And, um, you know, she might even be able to help you. That's not what she's there for, but you know, once you learn a little bit about how CBD can work on your dog, I think you could take that knowledge and apply it to your own self. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. The just and and just real quick, one other tidbit of what I do is I also we work on customized dosing. So a lot of times you get a product and it'll say something along the lines of, you know, you can give 0.25 mLs, which is the first quarter of the dropper for every 20 pounds. You know, it's got such a a a, 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 spec, a wide spectrum of safety that you let you can dose very high. And most of the time, just like our dog food, they want you, you know, the kibble, they want you to feed so much more. Um, it's the same thing. They want you to use a lot of the product because it's safe. It won't do any harm. They want you to see results every single time you use it. And they want you to buy more, which is fine. But that's also my job is to help you dial in. Most of my pups start out on drops. I have a 55 pound lab that we just started a couple weeks ago and we're moving from seven drops to 10 drops. It's a fraction. So you're going to save money in the long run also by not having to buy product as often. So, you know, what we do on our feeding chart is the feeding charts typically, or when you look at raw food, it's typically 2% to 3% of your dog's mm-hmm. best body weight. So right. we start at two and a half. Now, why mm-hmm. do I start at two and a half? Because I would rather you 
start and then back down and spend less mm -hmm. money than start at two. And then you have to keep going up and now you're not happy. But we always say, look at your dog's body, uh, start here. And if they lose that figure eight, you need to, you need to dial it down, right? Dial Absolutely. it down. Yeah. Absolutely. So you have to remember that all of these are um, not taking into consideration your dog, your dog's activity, um, your dog's age necessarily. E mm -hmm. Even even some seniors though, Dana, in the raw uh, diet will need more um, at certain times, right? Absolutely. Now, and it, so it's all about you being a cognizant pet parent, being mm -hmm. involved with your pet, knowing what's going on, um, mm -hmm. and and not being afraid to adjust. Because when you're working with something like CBD or you're working with raw dog food, it's not as if you're working with meth or cocaine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're talking very safe, wide spectrums. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But yeah, I mean, going on your, you know, sometimes senior pets, mine are going to be 14 and 15, again, two little chihuahuas, and they need a higher amount of their raw food in the winter. Yeah. You know, they have to, they have to be able to insulate themselves and not get the shivers. And when they do get the shivers, they're working off all their calories. So <laughs> I absolutely have to have to feed them more in the winter time. Or, or put a coat on them. Well, that too. A little bitty <laughs> tiny doll coat. Because I, yes, I they too. are tiny. All yeah. right, everybody, get over to Positive, P-A-W-S-I-T-I-V-E, Balance, PositiveBalance.Health. Get you a personalized cannabis consult. Cannabis yes, consult. Yes, ma'am. With Miss Dana Chick. She's awesome. We just love you, Dana. We thank you for all the work that you're doing out there. Um, I love you. I adore you. Thank you so much for... for heading this up. I saw, uh, listened to your um, interview with Dr. Cowan the other day. How exciting was that? Um, he's such a wealth of information. Oh so, man, he's coming back. Uh, so he is going to come and do uh, two so far that we're going to have scheduled sessions where 30 people only can attend because oh, that's wow. 30 people only. So we'll get that out, but it will be a Q and A He's going oh, to do how a, fun is that? Yeah, he's going to do a Q&A. So um, he I'm excited about him coming over and I want him to answer questions on bacteria, on viruses, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, just sort of that alternative uh, way okay. of thinking and 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 how do you really research? So, mm -hmm. you know, he's not he's not a vet, but he. If if what he says is true, Dana, about viruses and about uh, contagion, okay, mm -hmm. then everything that we know about this traditional schedule for dogs, quote unquote, to mm -hmm. protect them would fly right out the door. Same with our children, right? Right. And us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so it's going to be exciting and, uh, yep. Those first 30 people, because he just, he, he, I, I'm a member of his group, um, mm -hmm. where you go in and, and he does Q and a on Thursdays and, you know, he's gracious. He wants to make sure he answers everyone's questions. So he's like, mm -hmm. I can only answer about 30 people's questions at one time, you know, yeah. in one sitting. Yeah. 
So uh, look for that. We'll make sure that you get in. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, everybody, get your dog on a species appropriate diet. It is really not that hard. I know that we have the Mexican um, the Mexican menu of dog food. Right. We've got a ton of products. Right. So when you go into a Mexican restaurant, they have so many different plates. You're like, I don't know what to do. Somebody just tell me what to Choice buy. Choice paralysis. Right. Choice paralysis. Mm-hmm. So what we've done is you can hit that button. I'm overwhelmed. I will be glad to um, work with you or somebody in customer service will work with you. Everybody's extremely knowledgeable. Uh, we'll get you information. And we also have a chat button on our site. So you can come over and chat with us anytime. We will get back with you. But get your dogs on a species-appropriate diet at rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Yes, ma'am. Where your pet's health is our business. And friends, like my friend Dana, don't let friends feed kibble. All right. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, Dana. Thank you. See you, hon. Thank you. Oh, snap. Snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.